Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Turning to entertainment news, this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? learned this happened learned, on Friday, learned. so I haven't had a chance to talk about it. Britney Spears and her parents agreed on one thing during her court hearing um, that it needs an expert evaluation. So she's in there talking about maybe having more control over her conservatorship. Now, Mm-hmm. The problem that people are talking about that TMC have reported on is that she left court without shoes on. And <laughs> this might no. be something. Oh, no. This is all about her mental health, you know. So can we please, Brittany, keep your shoes on? Maybe her feet hurt. I don't, I'm not sure what what's going on. People were standing outside. Some people had signs like hashtag end the conservatorship. Um, you know, people are wearing. my brother. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. Was so. that from Jake Thompson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, what? Oh, give the, give her some sensible shoes. Yeah, please. Let's. Oh. Is there anybody managing her? Even a flip yeah. flop will I do. Mean, I'm talking about managing her just daily. Yeah. <laughs> you might not want to take your shoes off and leave and walk on the dirty street. She's done this before and we didn't like it. Remember yeah. when she oh, shaved yeah. her head and went in the bat that convenience store bathroom with the and you're like, oh boy, don't do that. Yeah, let's please. not do that. Oh, I just feel bad. I just I want her to be well. I want her to be well. Yes, we yeah. do. Okay, Kim Kardashian West. She's relishing her time with her latest edition. Um, so she's had a fourth child with her husband Kanye West, and apparently Chris Jenner was not allowed um, into the delivery room. She didn't deliver the baby. It was done with through surrogate, but still, you know, moms <laughs> get sometimes Chris. get a little. I mean, honestly, sometimes you have to. My sister, when she was giving birth, her mother-in-law was shoving things under the door, like passing a note under there because she wanted to be in there 24-7, and my sister needed time to just relax and rest, yeah. and we're like, oh my gosh, please stop. Oh. <laughs> oh. Grandmas please can get stop. a little crazy. Well, and I'm sure you have to work that out. As a mm-hmm. surrogate, you have to set some boundaries, and maybe yes. that was one thing. It's not Kim saying no, it's the surrogate saying, you know what? I don't need a lot of people in there. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, she has a right to get out of here. Okay, Steve Harvey, he's losing another show. Yeah. You guys. Oh, gosh. Two. Two. Yeah, two shows. So he lost his talk show. Kelly Clarkson will be taking his time spot. spot. But then on top of that, um, there was a show that he did, Little Big Shots. It's on NBC. It's a kid's talent show. He's hosted three seasons. Melissa McCarthy will be taking over that role. 
Yep. So they're just getting rid of him altogether. Yeah, it's all, I think it's part of the same deal because both the talk show and uh, Little Big Town were the, uh, both with, Little uh, Big Town, Little Big Shots were both with NBC. They both owned by yes, NBC. Yes, I, I figured so. so. So who knows yeah. behind the scenes what happened, but they don't want him on the network. I don't know yeah. if there's any bad blood, but Melissa McCarthy, she's getting that job. Mm. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson. Oh, look. There's a hawk eagle. Oh, yeah. gosh. Hey, what's up? Eagle majestic hawk. bird? Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, maybe I'll just say that. Majestic bird. That way uh, the uh, the avian friends can't get mad at us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. What is anyway, it? Yeah. Oh. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain is back. Uh, from her time in New Orleans, and that's what we're talking about. We love these uh, day after shows. So, Dawn, um, mm-hmm. wh- what? Okay, so uh, what? What was probably the like most unexpected thing? Was it the swamp tour? Um, unexpected. Well, I knew I was going to do that. That's why I planned on bringing a Xanax with me. No, I mean like uh, <laughs> like it went differently than you thought it oh, would. Um, I would say the the. Um, I would say the pleasure of just deciding to go see the Pres- Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Mm. We didn't plan oh, yeah. on doing that. We were actually waiting outside early in the morning to take our cemetery tour. Yeah. And where they meet up across the street, we heard this incredible jazz music. And of course, you know, New Orleans is the birth of jazz. It's just incredible down there anyway. We hadn't planned on going to see a show because it's all you can walk into any establishment on bourbon street and hear some great jazz yeah but this is the premier band and i I talked about this a little bit last break but that was probably the best i mean it was just a special experience that was unexpected that we didn't know we were going to stumble into so we're outside in the morning waiting for our tour we hear this through the door and there's people that are like waiting at the door but it seems to be like an exclusive thing like only certain people like it's not something you can just walk into early so there was a private event going on in there some people were outside, oh. and we go, "What is this?" You know, we knew I knew the history that it was the oldest jazz club, and it's just you know they they preserve music, so they teach young kids. They have a program, and but I and they're like, "Oh yeah, well they have shows at night," and so they they were a guy had lived there for years, and he told us how to do it, how to wait in line, when you go, how to get tickets to it, and so that was like being in that room and witnessing it oh. where i mean the crowd is just electric you just erupt with like you just gasp because it's so incredible wow. so i think that is like if you go to new orleans you have to see the preservation jazz preservation hall jazz club and they have five shows a night uh yeah but they have multiple bands oh, so okay i was you gonna just say don't know. what's great is it is a 10 minute show or no it's an hour-long show you oh, don't wow. know who you're gonna get and oh, so nice. it's it's like they mix it up in their premiere. I mean, there are people that are super, they're members of a club associated with them. They know all the artists and who they are. 
Um, wow. We walked in just blind, not knowing what it was going to be like. And boy, I'm so glad we did. I mean, we're just like holding hands, like squeezing each other's hands because just like, like you can't believe how great it is. It's wow. so great. Um, but uh, yeah, that is so cool. I'm I'm doing that for sure next time. Yes. How was the swamp tour? Oh, the yeah. Swamp, okay, the swamp tour. Yes. Um. So that is a little bit out of the way. Uh, like a lot of the plantations out there, they're about 50 miles away. So you have to really make a day and make a commitment to do one of these. Um, so it was great. You know, the boat captains are awesome. We went to one where um, there's a history of, there's a voodoo queen named uh, Julia Brown. There's a lot of history about her. She mm. was around during the turn of the century. She cursed the town. And this is a real story. So she she got upset and said that when she goes, she's taking the whole town with her. When she died, the day of her funeral, a catastrophic flood and hurricane hit the town and wiped it all out. Like, for real. Oh, the wow. town of Ferrier was just wiped out the day she died. So it was like, it's so crazy. And her grave is actually on this tour in this swamp because the people that own this swamp, it's called Cajun Pride Swamp Tours. They own the land where she is buried. So you drive by her real grave out there in the oh. swamp. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there's Ooh. also such fun, you know, there's a lot of animals. They they have... um little areas there's raccoons raccoons (laughs) raccoons out there like a whole family of them and they throw out corn so that they'll come when the boats come by they also all the uh the alligators out there i mean you're passing them constantly and he'll turn the pontoon around for you give you the history of all the animals out there and reptiles um and they throw the marshmallows so like they'll come up next to the boat and eat the marshmallow Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. It's really it was really the alligators fun. eat the, the alligators. Yeah, they they love them. Um, wow! So uh, so yeah, they're they're sort of like, you know, you're it's safe. It's not like you're gonna fall over or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. I'm surprised I did that because you know I have a huge fear of water. So I wanted to make sure and do it because it was something my boyfriend really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so that was um, yeah, oh, that was super fun. Swamp tour. Yeah, (laughs) there are several companies out there. Um, And then there was another place that I want to mention. I actually almost don't want to mention them because I don't want to give them any publicity, but I Uh will anyway. Um, This was recommended to me because, you know, I am a paranormal investigator. So New Orleans is the most haunted city that you have. Um, There's a place called Bloody Mary's Voodoo Museum. And it is has a haunting. It's an old building, but it's actually haunted by something that happened a couple of years ago. Um, somebody, uh, a guy, uh, strangled his girlfriend, then proceeded to try to dispose of the body. Sorry, morning in advance <laughs> right now. I'm going to talk about some things that are crazy. He also cooked her on the oh. stove that's up there. Cut her. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's very, very. So that's haunted up there. I talked to Maria Shaw, who hopefully I think she's going to be on our show at the end of the week. She here is with us. on the yeah. end of the week. Yeah. Um, she is uh, Jason's friend and the National Enquirer psychic. She's in from New Orleans. So she told me she she knows that there is this, their spirits are up there. So she goes, go there, go to the museum, go upstairs. He they're both up there as far as their spirits go. They'll tell you some stories about some other things that aren't really true. The reason why I didn't like it is because the people working the front desk were the biggest biatches you've ever met in your life. <laughs> I can't believe how rude they were. Like, what? really, really. So, you know, they they don't really. First of all, this whole haunting and stuff, it's been on one of the major paranormal shows out there. So it's no secret. Yeah. It's not like, 
And they go, I go, oh, is there an upstairs? You know, Maria said, don't tell them you're a paranormal investigator. Just go up there, record, you know, do what you want to do. You can stay up there for as long as you want. It's $10. So I'm like, is there an upstairs? She goes, why? Why do you want to? Yeah, we have a museum. And I'm like, oh, I just, we, we heard that, you know, that's a, you know, there's, you a, there. there's haunted items up there, Lex. There's like probably a hundred dolls up there. Oh, there's whoa. a haunted museum mm. also worth haunted, all kinds of different voodoo and haunted and items. And Shoreview, that's referred to as the Thompson <laughs> basement. Yeah, but, yeah. Anyway, I haven't yeah. even had a chance to post those pictures yet. You're going to oh, love um, all the dolls. Like you're going to freak out. Okay. It's I'm crazy. Glad you took, I'm glad you yeah. got pictures yes. up there and you were able to get up there. For sure. But the vibe that that those two people, one of them was a psychic that was doing readings, tarot readings. The other one was just the girl who works at the counter. Very goth like, very like, I know things that you don't sort of like a, you know, she goes, is there something you've heard? Because there's this haunting. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I've heard some stories about a guy who killed his girlfriend. Is that what you mean? And she's like, oh, where did you hear it? I go, I have a psychic friend named Maria Shaw. Ooh, that other psychic back there. She looked up at me. She must not like Maria Shaw. She's probably doing a little bit more than her sitting in a voodoo museum shop doing tarot reading. So she gave me major shade. And then from then on, they were very, very rude. Like oh, beyond. Really? Oh, so, the, to the point where like Aww. we left that place going, wow, that was the biggest downer. We had a good experience on our own up there. But like the way they treated us. And so then when we came back, she goes, do you have any questions? And we're like, yeah, I mean, you said you were going to tell us more of the story. And she goes, well, I just don't know what you've been told. So, And they were so bitchy. Like, I go, well, I go, she goes, what do you want to know? I go, she goes, my personal experience or I go, um, well, we're paranormal investigators. We're with a, you know, oh, you I, just I'm, let it all I'm go. like, I'm with a real team. You know, we, we're not just, you know, we've been told. We're not just so random. Is there, she goes, well, we do, you know, we do things every night. Um so, yeah, I mean, my experience, she was just not very forthcoming at all. And I and she goes, so what what do you want to I go, well, I guess nothing. I guess that's guess that's it. Thanks a lot. Like, I'm not going to spend any money on your shop. You're being so incredibly rude and making me feel bad for what I don't know what reason. It was so odd. And so we were uh, like, oh. oh, God, that was just so ridiculous. People oh. that think they're too good and that they, you know, it's just yeah. I don't know what they were trying to do. But if that's their miserable experience every day with just people that want to come in and pay money to them, Ugh. good for you. Oh. Anyway, oh no, <laughs> I want to mention just quickly another couple of great tours we took just for history purposes. Yeah. So there's a, a place we went called the Herman Grimma House, and it's one of the oldest, like, beautiful homes in the French Quarter. It's 6,000 square feet. It was built by a German man who became a trader and just came from nothing and built this huge fortune on the Mississippi there, built this home. So it has like a carriage house, slave quarters back there that are still, and they've maintained the home. So you get to go inside. It was built in like 1830. Wow. And it's restored. It's so it's like 25 bucks to go in. There's another place that's similar to it called the Gallier House. We went through that tour as well. And just walking in a place where people, you know, they have portraits up and like their furniture and like you just can't believe what you're seeing and that you're walking on the same floors as. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A part wow. of major New Orleans history. It was just so cool. Very, very oh. cool. I just love it's my favorite city in the US, so um I just love it. It just feels you just feel the history. It's just such a rich history. And you can go back so time much. and time again and find new things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. It was our November trip was so, so good. Well, it's so artful. Yeah. Yes. There's artists out on the streets. You walk oh. by studios. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, the, the music. street performers. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a guy who's trained his dog to act like he's passed out drunk. And it just <laughs> lays in Bourbon Street and it has sunglasses on. It has <laughs> like cute. a couple of bottles next to it. It was Mardi Gras beads and they you just tip it. Oh, and take pictures. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was a Darth Vader on the street who was like doing some great moves to pop music. It was oh. <laughs> just oh, like. Gosh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Only in New Orleans. Great. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 It is uh, 8 coming up on 817. When we come back, uh, Elizabeth Reese will be here with the Dirt Alert. Stay with This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. In a bakery case of pies, she's the sweetest. Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Hello, Elizabeth. Oh, you guys, thank you. A combo of French silk, pecan, (laughs) pumpkin, all the good ones, right? All the good ones. Yum. Hey, before we uh, get to you, you know how Mondays go. It is time to be weaved. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you have a dream and you want to be weaved, Dawn is the weaver for you. 651-641-1071. Call now. 651-641-1071. Call Dawn with your dream. Please be concise, and we'll do that next. What's going on, Elizabeth? You guys, this is some sad news, but Doris Day passed away. This is the biggest story of the day. Yeah, Yeah. just breaking this morning. Doris Day um, died at the age of 97, and the Doris Day Animal Foundation confirmed her death at her home in Carmel Valley, California. And the foundation says in an emailed statement that she was surrounded by close friends. She had been in excellent physical health for her age until recently contracting a serious case of pneumonia. Mm -hmm. She was a huge star, of course, in the 1950s and the 1960s, among the most popular actresses in history. And uh, she celebrated her 97th birthday on April 3rd. So a lot of people are looking back at her life at her legacy at her career and um, and just remembering all of those wonderful moments that she brought to people by entertaining them. But Aww. 97 years old, I know. I think it was it's just not probably unexpected at 97 years old, but mm-hmm. still very sad. Also, I think really wonderful to hear, though, that she had just been in great health and she was living her life. And I think that's how we all hope that we can end our time here, right? With Absolutely. a long, right. wonderful life, getting to enjoy the things we love, and then a quick 
quick spiral down. Yep. Oh, and helping your furry friends. You know, she did a lot of that. And she lived in Carmel, California. I mean, which hello. is paradise. Paradise. You cannot get better than that. Right. No, it's, it's the beautiful. best place to live. She was one of the founders um, of Actors and Others for Animals in 1971. And then she started the Doris Day Foundation in the 70s. She, she was very involved. And I think, you know, kind of early on in looking at animals as being a you know a bigger part of our culture than just something mm-hmm. to be used and whatever. Yep. And she had that kind of girl next door look and was equally famous for her singing. So it was interesting because um, when you look at like, okay, what was the tipping point of when did she become a star? TMZ is reporting a little bit on her life and it was 1956 when she appeared alongside Jimmy Stewart in Alfred Hitchcock's The Man Who Knew Too Much. And then she was in the pajama game the next year, which was an even bigger hit. And it was just go time from then. Oh, and there was Kesara, Sarah. Yeah. Signature song there. Will be, will be. Boy, I can't believe you two never made it on Broadway. (laughs) I find it so shocking. I mean, aren't the producers knocking at the door? Then get on the stage, Alexis and Jason. <laughs> you are hidden in that radio microphone, and we need the world to hear Please that don't go voice. away. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done, everybody. You guys can both sing away. beautifully. I know that you were just being silly. Um, Meghan Markle <laughs> shared uh, a new photo of Archie on her first Mother's Day with a tribute to Princess Diana, which is very sweet. She um, is Diana's favorite flower, the forget-me-nots, can be seen in the background. Aww. And she, the caption says, paying tribute to all mothers today, past, present mothers to be, and those lost but forever remembered. We honor and celebrate each and every one of you. And I know Mother's Day is, hopefully you all had a great Mother's Day. I know it can be a complicated day for a lot of people. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a feeling of love and loss in our house, and I know that's reflected in a lot of households. So um, it's just, yes. you know, it's a beautiful, wonderful thing, but also can be painful, just like anything good and glorious in the world, right? Right. Yeah. That was my sermon for this Monday morning. Thank you very You're much. You're very ah, welcome. Ah. Uh, Kendall Jenner was left out of Chris Jenner's Mother's Day tribute. Oops. Oh, it's so funny. I know. Um, Chris wrote, happy Mother's Day to all of the beautiful moms out there and to the women who are mentors and mother figures to someone special. And then captioned a collage of photos with that caption. She's with her daughters and then her grandchildren and then not Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oops i think rob was left out too though yeah i think so poor rob but i think I that's by rob his request He's used to it. i don't think he wants anybody to post rob, anything about no him. rob is the chris kirkpatrick of that family you know Man. the danny wood you know no. it's just it's know. a rough go for rob I get that, though. I mean, oh. he's just not happy with how he is right now, and so then he doesn't want to be in photos. Yeah, words by choice. Maybe he's just like, you know what? I don't want to have anything to do with that. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that could be the case. Uh, the executives at Fox are talking about their challenge with diversity now that they canceled uh, several shows with African-American leads. So they're talking about this on the Upfront's press call because, you know, Empire was one of several shows that were canceled on Fox. So they don't have to deal with the Jesse Smollett situation. Mm-hmm. Well, they have one more season. Oh, then that's it after that? Yeah, the next season will be the finale. It will be the uh, final season. Okay, so one more yeah. season of it. Yeah. Star, Lethal Weapon, and Rel were all canceled. And um, the the big wigs at Fox are saying, yes, uh, the effort continues. We've got to just keep working on finding shows that represent diversity, which I think every network has to do. There's yes. a lot. It was, yeah, absolutely. It was like uh, the Saturday Night Massacre, the Saturday Night Massacre 
they got rid. The networks canceled a ton of shows on Friday and into today. There's just a lot. There's gone. so much pressure to just make it. Gr- I mean, there's just no. There's no time to like no, let it. You get ten minutes. Burn a little bit and yeah. see what it can evolve into. I always look back. Like if you ever go back and watch like the pilot episode of Seinfeld, you're going, "This is the worst show ever." I mean, ever. even the whole first How did season. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. People. Yeah. People forget the first season of Cheers. It was the second to last show in the ratings. No. Like out of eighty shows, yeah. it was like seventy ninth. It was horrible, but Brandon Tartikoff, the, the the whiz kid at NBC, believed in it and gave it time to percolate. I know. You don't get so. that time in those network shows anymore, and that's kind of too bad because I think sometimes, I mean, clearly look at Cheers and Seinfeld, those two shows, those have ended up being some of the greatest shows in history. Ever. And yep. it's almost like some shows just need a little bit of time to evolve, and the ones that come out great right out of the gate have sometimes a difficult time living up to that great first season and so end up being sort of a disappointment. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go, guys. No patience anymore. We covered a lot of depth there. A lot of, you know, a lot of talk about the human condition right there. A lot. A yes. lot right there in the and dirt some alert. Broadway singing. Thanks, friends. Yeah. <laughs> Kay <Sarah>. Anyway. <laughs> sing, uh, Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, Dawn is ready to weave. Her dream weaving is next. moment with J.R. Ewing. Well, everybody can see that she's cracking up, slowly and surely, and who can blame her? I mean, she finds out that her daddy, Digger Barnes, is no relation at all. And her real father is a saddle tramp and a thief, and and her mother's a whore. Who could find it in their heart to hate that poor little girl? This has been A Sweet Moment with J.R. Ewing. Saddle Tramp again. It's the name of Dawn's debut CD, uh, debut single, Saddle Tramp. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk world 71, everything entertainment, everything Saddle Tramps. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain, who is back from New Orleans just in time to do this. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. can weave it. <laughs> Dawn McLean is here to weave your dream. And Dawn McLean Dreamweaver. Okay. Yeah, but people, now, uh, everyone's been very good the last oh, few yeah. weeks. Oh, you yeah. guys have been stellar. But just a friendly little reminder from Uncle Alexis and Aunt Jason, please yeah. keep, thank you, Lex, please keep your uh, your descriptions of your dreams concise and tight. Brevity is tight. key. Like Zac Efron's abs. Tight. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's tight. Yeah. Let's go to Tammy on line one, Dawn. Yes. Uh, let's start with Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Hi. What's Hi. your dream, Tammy? Okay. I've been waiting all weekend. I had two back-to-back dreams, Friday night and Saturday night. Friday night, I dreamed I was either part of a murder or I had committed it. I was, I'm unsure, but I knew I had to get to my car and get away because mm-hmm. I was afraid the police were after me. At the same time, I knew if they caught me, I'd get put in jail and I'd be locked up forever. But I kept telling myself in the dream I had to tell someone. I had to tell someone. That was a recurring theme. Okay. 
The next night, I dreamed I was fishing with my dad, and he caught a fish that was half dog, half fish, and I was wanting to release it because I was so horrified. I ended up in the water trying to release this fish dog thing, (laughs) and I was drowning, and I couldn't get up to the surface. Oddly, I had my cat with me in the boat when we were fishing, and when I finally did get to the surface, I was panicked because I was afraid that she had drowned. Mm, Good luck with this one, dog. No, I've got answers for you, Tammy. Okay. okay, these murders, you're dreaming about change. You feel like you are forcing change upon yourself. There are all kinds of aspects of yourself. So there's a certain part of you who feels like change is being forced upon you. You also have um, some uh, what's coming into play, your inner authority, which is the police that you feel like is uh, sort of co- coming down on you about those changes. And, um, and so you have to just figure that out for yourself and reflect on what happened 24 to 48 hours before. It could be something simple like a diet change or the way, you know, you decided that um, you were really upset about some traffic problems and you couldn't take your normal route to work. Okay, so sometimes okay. we really things seem so much bigger in dreams than just uh, common annoyances. So it's about a change that's happening in your life. Um, That's what the murder Mm. is. Uh, The drowning thing, the fishing thing. So animals and dreams are habits. I focus, I want to focus though on the fish. Fish are actually not just a general habit. That is your spirituality. So there have been things that um, you're bringing in your father. That's your, um, would be um, a part of you that is a higher aspect of yourself that creates things. So you are searching spiritually for something it didn't turn out exactly the way you thought it would. And it seemed to be um, something that you kind of, I mean, this hybrid thing, this half, you might be struggling with something like, do I still want to go to the Lutheran church? Or do you still want to be a Catholic? Or maybe you want to look into other things, or maybe you haven't been to church and it bothers you. So these are the things were, you know, deep things maybe uh, that we're thinking about that might just pass you by while you're driving, you know, Mm. going through that traffic and you don't really let yourself think about. So that's what that is in regards to. Okay, thank you. (laughs) All right, Tammy, have a great day. (laughs) Bye. Lex in your animal animal kingdom, have you ever seen a dogfish or anything? (laughs) I would would love to report about that if that does exist, because, wow. Yeah, the reason why I brought that up is because also it was a dog, which is uh, a habit that you nurture. So it's something maybe that she has gone to in the past or something that she grew up with so right so in it's spiritual mm-hmm. kind right. of context mm. too because that combo yes yeah Ooh. okay well, tina on line two hi tina hello go ahead and tell mm-hmm. dawn your dream um, i was or my mom gave my cousin male cousin a gift which was a trapper keeper filled mm-hmm. with paper and then the last page was a receipt for her, my parents paying off his mortgage, but he didn't want to go through the gift, so my mom went through it for him. Okay. Mm. All right. And the total was $8,957. $8,957. Well, <laughs> wow. there's a whole area of um, metaphysics called numerology. I'm not a numerologist, but... Um, that could be significant <laughs> if you want to look into that, that number. I'm glad because your soul wanted you to remember that in some way. If you go to okay. dr- dreamschool.org, you can find somebody at the College of Metaphysics that could help you with those numbers a little bit. Um, oh, okay. Just on the fly here, I don't know what it is, but it could be significant. Um, yeah. So um, this has something to do with how you your mom is giving a gift. So your mom is a part of your um since she's female, she is a part of you, and 
she's part of your higher self that is creating something, kind of just like the father, mother and father. Those are your uh, higher parts of yourself. Um, Because it's a gift uh, and it has to do with paying something off, a mortgage, you're talking about a home, which is your frame of mind. And you're talking about how how much you value that. So there are ways that you're, to, to put it plainly, there, there's a mind frame that you got into the day before that you really found had significant value to you, and it had mm. to do with creating something. So maybe it was you got time to get away and just read a book or find time to get into a frame of mind where you felt generous, you felt like you were your best self. Hmm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So I not, don't know. Not bad. That's <laughs> no, a fairly not positive bad. one. Uh, and you did make a connection with your subconscious mind because it's a male cousin, right? Yeah. Okay, you got to think about three qualities that he has in particular that you don't have to tell me now, but that's the aspect of yourself that you're dreaming about that you find value okay. in. Oh, thank you very much. No problem. Thank you, Tina. Right, Tina. Dreamweaver Dawn, hey. what is your dream? Let's- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let's go to Trish on line three. You get the last word. Hi, Trish. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Good. Okay. So this is a recurring a recurring theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I apparently... I hate to get lost in real life, but I get lost in my dreams. Sometimes it's in town that I'm familiar with. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's getting lost trying to find an open house in that town. Uh, And uh, it seems like I'm looking to be somewhere or go somewhere, but Mm -hmm. it's just me and by myself. Okay. In general, Mm -hmm. this has to do with how you feel like you're not getting as much out of life as you would like. You're frustrated with maybe mindless tasks. Um, you know, you're going through the motions and you're not receiving information from your soul at these times and you feel like you're wasting a lot of your time during your day. So every day at work, really. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you're like, what am I doing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing in my life? What kind of path am I supposed to take? What about that town? You know, towns are groups of individuals that you don't know yet. If you Ah. see it that way, these are people that could be new friends. These are new aspects of yourself that you could open up into. But the way it's happening now, you don't even know where you're going. So (laughs) so you're filling your day with things that you don't really care about. And your soul is like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be getting out of this. So I would uh, your soul's trying to tell you not necessarily to quit your job. I'm not saying that, but um, figure it out, woman. Yeah. Try to find more (laughs) meaning in your daily life. And you can do that in a number of ways. You know, just take time to connect to other people. Um, you don't have yeah. to just go through the motions. Okay? I'll just, I'll go to more bars. Oh, exactly. yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I'm not with people. <laughs> All right, Trish. Thank you, Trish. Hey. Okay, bye. Oh, boy. Oh, oh that was good. <laughs> and then we lost somebody who I didn't hold on the line, but I would like to interpret it for Shannon called. Um, she had another f- dream about fish. Mm. She was dreaming about fish tanks. Oh. Um that she's, you know, there are a lot of fish in there and they are, for some reason, she's not feeding them, but they're still keeping alive. And that is another spirituality dream. So she's dreaming about her spirituality. 
Maybe she hasn't been going to church and she feels guilty about it, but she still feels a connection to God. Mm. So that's Vis-a-vis what the fish. The fish. Can. Yes. Well, there we go. If you didn't get your dream weaved, don't worry. Uh, Dawn dreams weaves, weaves dreams every Monday <laughs> at uh, 8.30. Hey, speaking of Mondays, Mondays are for fairies. Uh, I'm loving this week's episode that we just dropped uh, about an hour ago of uh, Two Fairy Godfathers. There's so much news coming out of uh, Disney World about Star Wars Land and new hotels and the new gondola system called Skyliner and new Ooh. foods and blah, 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 blah. So we break it all down. We tell you what we what you need to know. The episode's available right now on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks for giving us good ratings, uh, little stars, little five stars. Ooh, it's like an yes. Uber driver. It means a lot. Thank yes. you. And, it matters, uh, yep. It does. And don't forget to follow and pr- press that subscribe button. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram in honor of Mother's Day to search for Two Fairy Godfathers right now. Um, we put up our, we call them Ride Face, uh, hashtag Ride Face, where, you know, you get your picture taken on a ride like a roller coaster. And we drag my mother-in-law to Disney World probably more than she wants to go. And she has the best faces on these roller coasters. And the picture that I posted was Mama Haas on, on Space Mountain. The moment she realizes that it's not going to go well, and it's one of my favorite pics of her because the look is like an OS look, like holy, you know, Uh-oh. holy blank. Yeah. And she just looks terrified. It's so hilarious. You, yeah, you can see it right now. Uh, search for two fairy godfathers and hit that follow button. We're going to take a break and we're going to be back to wrap things up after. Confessing, Mr. Mendez. Bringing us back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain. Dawn's back after a few days uh, in New Orleans. Good to have you back, Dawn. Thanks to Sonny for filling in. Yes, thank you, Sonny. She was fantastic. And uh, Cutie Booty CEO. Mm -hmm. Uh, Follow Sonny. She's great on uh, social media. Uh, Eight o'clock, friends. We we had a a interesting, funny slash a lot of adjectives. A conversation (laughs) earlier uh, via Alexis because Lex, you're 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 spring cleaning in a different way, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm digital conmarying. It's like the Japanese organizer who says, you know, you have to look at your stuff and then ask if it sparks joy. If not, it needs to go. Yeah. And so I'm kind of doing that digitally. Whether it's, you know, email lists I've opted into or if it's, you know, conversations that I see on Facebook that maybe I don't want to be a part of. I don't want to see that anymore. Or people I'm following on Twitter that just, you know, just not fun anymore. They're not doing anything for you. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was talking to a girlfriend about this and she said, oh, yeah, when it comes to my friends on Facebook, uh, I defriend anyone I haven't talked to in three years. Oh, boy. I was like, well, that could be kind of dangerous, especially if it's, you know, an uncle or (laughs) someone in the family that might be like, whoa, what happened? And we were saying earlier, eight o'clock friends, I, I think that's a little like I couldn't do that. Yeah, she's a very black and white person. Like she's like, nope, yes or no. I get a lot of joy, though I may not always, um, I may not always interact with, I I may not Mm -hmm. interact with them with any, any, any regularity. Yeah. I get a little smile when I see like my, I have a friend, um, who, uh, I, I will leave off names, but a high school friend of mine that I have not really connected with in many years, um, because of Facebook, I've never mentioned this before because of Facebook, I found out that my friend is, uh, is in the trans community. 
Oh. Um, and yeah, and I found that out because of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And h- had I deleted her, yep. Um, I, to be clear, when I was in high school, I it, uh, uh, she was a he. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have never have known this. And uh, if I had done that rule, so I was I was very thankful for Facebook because we've we've since reconnected, and uh, which is beautiful. But I I delete people for other reasons. I was telling Lex and Don I delete people when they're overly negative, when they are spreading lies. You know what I mean? When mm-hmm. they're just spreading just ridiculous stuff. You just don't have the um, energy to say I anything just don't, or. Yeah. I don't delete people that have different political uh, leanings than I do. Yeah, I do oh. delete people that are ignorant, that are just blatantly <laughs> yeah. ignorant, and they're. And yeah. I mean that. I'm yeah. not even making a joke. That are blatantly ignorant and are spreading their ignorance. Yeah, that I cannot tolerate. I don't have. I told like I don't have the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the bandwidth for nope. that anymore. So. Dawn, do you do you have a hard and fast rule or uh, no? No, um, but I do see people on Facebook that will say, if you haven't talked to me in three years, I'm deleting you. They're very harsh about it. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Well, uh, maybe I might not make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> <But> okay. <laughs> I don't use Facebook anymore, but I do just in case, you know, I, I have an old one that's just, you know, private and it's like friends and family, but it's like high school friends. So I don't have any other way. You know, yeah. if somebody like, for instance, them. hate to be, I don't want to be a downer, but if someone passes away or something, you see, yeah. I don't really put my own posts out there anymore. I will like some of my daughter's statuses and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, I want to be able to keep in contact with college and high school friends, but not necessarily be a part of their life anymore. But yeah. I do like to see how their kid, like, oh my gosh, your daughter looks just like you every yeah. now and then I'll. I want to stalk them know, a little bit because sure. you know they're probably doing the same to you. Sure, absolutely. I don't post anything, but you know, maybe they, <laughs> at one point, they can look through my old pictures from 10 years ago or whatever. But yeah. How's your cleaning yeah. going, Lex? You. Um, pretty good, actually. <laughs> I've been, you know what my kind of line is? And I was, I've been thinking about, well, what, what could be kind of a rule that just would help guide me um, is would I wish them happy birthday? Mm. Oh, that's Lex, kind of I like that. Yeah, because you know you'll see their you know the, the list of people's birthdays. And granted, I don't go all the time. I mean, I log in because of our message board, but not mm-hmm. necessarily deep dive into you know what everyone's doing. And so, yes, you might miss some people, but you know if you see their name and you're like, I either don't know you or <laughs> I like that, Lex. What no, am I doing? Then, then mm-hmm. that's kind of. I, so I I've been trying to kind of come up with some that's a good boundaries thing, there. I like that. So. Speaking of boundaries, uh, yeah. we, is, are they <laughs> here? here? Yeah. Uh, please welcome America's uh, favorite singing nun and one of the most beautiful women to ever do Whoa. Twin Cities Morning Radio, Whoa. Donna Valentine. Aha. Wow, that's a nice put up. I don't even know if she heard that. I don't think so. Donna, you just got some sorry, real beautiful. love. You've got some real I love did. from Jason. Oh, yes. man, I just yeah. plugged in. I'm sorry. Mm. I, was oh, I just said, uh, here's America's favorite singing nun, Steve Patterson. Thank you. And uh, one of the most beautiful women to ever do morning radio in the Twin Cities, yes. Donna Valentine. What? What a journey. What a journey. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> this is truth. Um, well, wow. with that, we're going to focus on that Donna Valentine at the top of our show. We got a wonderful email over the weekend, and someone figured something out about Donna and another prominent figure who is just like Donna. Some old dug-up <laughs> tape from decades ago, and oh. it is, I mean, it was the highlight of my weekend. Oh. It was great. So we'll play oh. uh, some sound coming up at 9 o'clock.
That's going to do it for us. Stay tuned for Donna and Steve. Colleen and Bradley, and then three to six. Uh, but right now, yep. if you're a kid that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you. Have a fantastic day. Talk tomorrow, friends. Bye. It's a beautiful day.